welcome back to Rightly Dividing. It's been quite a while since I have done a podcast. I'm sorry about that. Um, it's not my primary job. I It's more of a hobby. And so there's been some things that have come up um, in the in-between times. But hey, I'm back and I hope that today I have something that will make it worthwhile the wait. So what I wanted to talk today about was um, about mixing God with science and religion. I do not believe we ought to mix God with science and religion. And that's what I want to talk about. Sometimes what we believe is not good enough. And by that, I mean, we need to answer others' questions. We are called to reach others with the truth. 2 Timothy 2.25 says, well, I'll start at 23, but Foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing they do gender strife. A servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if preaventure, if God preaventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of truth. There are two things I wish to discuss in this article. They're about mixing God with science and religion. Over the years of learning the Bible and about life, I have come to very different conclusions than I did as an inexperienced young man. I think if one holds on to what they first learn, they can stand on dangerous ground. Look at Jesus, for instance. He did not go to the religious leaders because they had already convinced themselves that they were right. Instead, Jesus took some humble, average men And they most likely had learned the Torah, but still had room to learn. Then Jesus had to confront Jewish leaders about their errors consistently. Never get to where you cannot consider a different view as being important. So first, don't mix God with religion. In my opinion, one of the tricks of Satan is to get God mixed up with religion. What I mean by this is the idea that one has to be religious to believe in God. Here is the definition of religion I found on dictionary.com. A set of beliefs concerning the cause and nature and purpose of the universe, especially when considered as a creation of superhuman agency or agencies, usually involving devotional and ritual observances, and often contain a moral code governing the conduct of human affairs. I believe the very first part of Dictionary.com's definition gets to the heart of what religion is. It is a worldview where we get our moral value and purpose and act upon those beliefs. Yes, believing in God will naturally involve religion. However, my point is that religion does not dictate God's existence. If it did, God is created by religion instead of religion being a response to our understanding of our world which may include a god. Consider this, Buddhism is a religion that does not have a god. When we let people pin God to religion, they say to keep the belief in God out of secular life because it is religious. Do you see the problem? Believing a god created the universe, or believing the universe exists without purpose, is philosophical, not religious. Both of these are ideologies that lead to social constructs. 
The ironic part is that those who say we need to leave God out have no foundation to stand on because what they believe only exists in their purposeless mind. And I don't say purposeless in a derogatory sense. I'm saying it because that is exactly what those who don't believe in God have to believe about the universe and therefore about their existence. It's purposeless unless they make it some purpose, but otherwise they have no nothing to stand on because the world is a purposeless world. Don't mix God with science. If there is a God that created the universe, he must exist outside of it. That being said, we cannot expect to measure God with proper scientific methods. You cannot study the creator of it from its creation. It is true we can draw some conclusions about the creator from the creation, but we cannot measure or study the creator through the creation. I will try to illustrate it using the late Steve Jobs and the iPhone. While a, sci- well, <clears throat> while a scientist can take an iPhone into her lab, she can examine it, perform tests, and do other methods, but she cannot study Steve Jobs through the iPhone. I'm optimistic that you could gather nearly every iPhone on the earth, dust it for prints, swab it for DNA, and find no signs of Steve Jobs. Based upon science, then, Steve Jobs does not exist. Many, however, will say, I see the creation and study it, but I can't see any scientific evidence for God. It would be silly to conclude that there is no mastermind behind the iPhone. I suggest it would be just as foolish to conclude there is no God. The best any of us can do is decide whether our universe is meaningless or has meaning. Through my experience, some will still have trouble being convinced in God because they cannot see him. But let me illustrate that logic this way. We have no idea who invented the bow and arrow, and science can't tell us who did. As we use the bow, we acknowledge it as an invention, and as we live on the earth, we should recognize life too is the result of an inventor. So in conclusion, I want my readers to distinguish between God and religion, as well as God and science. We cannot let others tell us We must remove God from our culture because that belief is religious or non-scientific. By doing so, we give way to a culture that is baseless and hopeless. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Um, Thanks again. Tell other people about my podcast. I would appreciate it. Have a great day. Get you next time.